0: Welcome to Thriller Bitcoin. Welcome to Thriller Bitcoin.
1: Goodbye.
2: That was an amazing meetup last night. A lot of energy. The bull is back, baby.
1: It was fun. It was good.
2: What do you think? Um, what do you think changed?
1: Uh, just, uh, <laughs> just everyone sticking around, man. Yeah. You know, we were so stagnant for a little while, and then um, now that there's momentum, as we get closer to the happening, you know, it's becoming more uh, more and more real every day and then you're seeing
2: like yeah dude i i think it's surprising like what ngu technology can do man like that that's really what it what it was i think yeah it's interesting i mean
1: and i've heard other meetup founders even y'all out here in austin talking about you know when price appreciation does happen you're you're going to see a bunch of new people come in that you've never met before you know interested in uh you know ngu technology i mean i I was here in Austin, you know, last time sixty eight, sixty nine k, and I remember the energy was surreal, man. Two hundred, dude. Yeah, two hundred people, easy
2: one fifty at the meetups all the time. It's back. Oh yeah, it's you can. I can just tell. We went to a meetup the other day before, and new recruit right there. It's like, hey, ready to join? It's like what? <laughs> like that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen during a bear market.
1: Yeah, I've I've had a a lot of new people reaching out. I was even telling some of the guys uh, back home in San Antonio about that. and They were saying they're getting a lot of, you know, friend requests and all these different things. And It's exciting, man. It's good. It's good. And, you know, we just hope to be able to provide value to those people
2: and uh, just show them the way, you know what I'm saying? Spread the good word. Absolutely. Tell me about, tell me about, let's just recap what you've been up to. I think because of the last time that you were on, um, you were doing some amazing stuff over there and, um, you've been building during the bear market trying to really establish san antonio as a as a bitcoin city right So, so it's kind of just tell us uh tell everybody what what you've been up to over there
1: yeah man we've just been steady building um it's my first bear market building in so it's been fun a lot of experience you know time moves fast on the bitcoin clock uh a it's a real blessing for the city Because uh, we're so close here to the Mecca, you know, there's a lot of things happening in Austin all the time. Very exciting out here. And being only an hour south, I feel that the city will feel those ripple effects that y'all are making out here. Um, If not soon, very soon, actually. And, um, yeah, just since we've been building, man, we're getting ready to launch our... uh, office space. So Alamo Labs, I know we talked about it a while back. Wow. So that's happening here in uh, 2024. Very excited. Archie. And uh, another exciting thing was we recently started getting into uh, the major D1 school mm-hmm. in San Antonio, which is a uh, University of Texas, San Antonio. Go Roadrunners. Yeah. But um, yeah, we got in with them. So every semester we're setting it up to speak on you know what is money that's the last one we did and i think from here we're gonna pivot more to what is bitcoin um because everyone thinks they know money so i felt when we spoke kind of lost some of the kids a little bit but some of them were very interested because they think they know money we all think we know money right right? until you break it down and humble yourself to learning what true value is right So I uh, spoke with this, uh, this committee out there called First Gen Roadrunner. So it's first gen college students. Nice. um, Bringing speakers from different areas of expertise and all that. So um, they invited the club to speak every semester. Wow. So that will be cool to be able to reach out to the youth, you know.
2: How, uh, how, how, how did they like, uh, obviously they reached out to you because you kind of I mean, because you, didn't you go on the, you went on the TV, right? Didn't you go on the uh,
1: on local news? We also went on the news. Yeah. That definitely helped out. Crazy. Um,
2: That's interesting.
1: Yeah. They reached out to us, a major, mm-hmm. major news channel in the city. One of the, one of the. Um,
2: Is it an ABC, NBC affiliate? I want to say, want to say they're NBC or ABC. Oh, okay. I got to look back into interesting. it. Interesting. Okay.
1: Well, yeah. Uh, Simone reached out to us. She's one of the uh, anchors. Definitely did her research. Um, wanted to hear what we had to say a little bit. So on the episode, it was me, one of our fellow members, Tom, very knowledgeable guy, and also Lee Bratcher out of uh, the, what is it, Blockchain, Texas Blockchain yeah. Summit. He was on there. And then the ex-CEO or co or intern CEO of the uh, Texas Power Grid, Ep- ERCOT. Oh, wow. So that was cool. Uh, gave us, you know, some notoriety. Um, now we have an end with the news channel as well. She said she learned a lot, hopefully here soon when price appreciation happens even more, we can get on b- get back on and just talk about what's going on and all this craziness and just educate even more, you know?
2: Yeah. You know what? R- right now come on, guys. Come on,
0: come on. from high profile bankruptcies guys, guys, guys. to power grid chaos and potentially new federal regulations. The cryptocurrency realm is a tricky place to navigate these days. We are currently inside. Back in 2022, we took you to Riot Platforms just outside of Austin. It's the most power-intensive Bitcoin mine in America. Business was booming. Fast forward to 2023. Has the digital gold rush gone bust? Gabriel and Thomas are members of the San Antonio Bitcoin
1: Club. Money is, is the focus. But above that, I think, to me, Bitcoin is hope. You know everybody's after the fast gains, everybody wants to get rich quick, but the thing with Bitcoin is that it takes time. Everything takes time if you want to build, you know, true generational wealth.
0: Both say they're investing for the long term.
1: Well, if you look at Bitcoin what it's doing in the world right now, you have countries adopting it, you have Elon Musk taking it for Teslas, you have uh, businesses using it now as uh, extra revenue.
0: Across the state, Texas has 10 Bitcoin mines.
2: Yeah, yeah dude, that's that's huge, man.
1: Yeah, it was it was it was kind of serendipitous, I guess. I, I, when you think no one's watching, there's always
2: someone watching. Yeah, that's the thing, dude. You know? But everybody's watching. It just no one comments, talks about it. You yeah. know? Th- like, it, it's, just, it's just how spooky all the sp- people in Bitcoin are. It's just, they're just like that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it was crazy. Like, stuff I've written and <clears throat> little meetup articles I've written yeah. and other articles about a philosophy and Bitcoin. She went through it all. She was just telling me how... It's proof of work,
2: man. That's what you've been doing over there.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, and, you know, just when you think no one's reading, like I said, she was, like, talking to me about art, certain articles I've read, uh, that I wrote. She was just saying how, um, how me and Tom explained a lot of it to her, that she had never heard anything like that, even mm-hmm. talking with these other people. Because um, we were just being real with her, you know what I'm saying? We weren't, mm-hmm. you know, talking up our bags or anything like that. We are just giving her the real deal Holyfield. And she like really appreciated it. Even the guy filming, he was a little, (laughs) kind of a little wild about some of the stuff we were talking about. So it was a good experience, man. So just getting more, uh, more notoriety out there. Hopefully here in 2024, we can, once we establish the office, we'll be able to get into some of the cybersecurity, cybersecurity establishments out there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Last night, dude. last night. Uh, You can tell in that room, they're all excited. And dude, they really look up to you, man. Like, I don't know if you want to hear that, stay humble, but like in that, you could tell everybody in that room has a lot of respect for you and what you've done and what you built over there because you literally created it from absolute nothing. Like there was, dude, in San Antonio is like a really hard city to do. I mean, you know this, it's really hard city to do Bitcoin adoption and really hard. It's like the hardest thing you can do. Um, And the fact that, Everybody recognizes that, myself included, and um, just so proud of you, man. It's it's pretty incredible, dude.
1: It's a it's a tough city, man. You know, it's a really hard city. Building building out there. I look at things that have came out of San Antonio, and not much has came out.
2: San Antonio Spurs.
1: San Antonio Spurs.
2: That's Eva Longoria. Eva Longoria. That's sure. it.
1: There's a couple. Uh, <laughs> Robert Rodriguez.
2: Oh, was he really? He came out of San Antonio. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Who else? <sighs>
1: There's That's not, it. there's not a big list. You have to really dig deep. San Antonio Bitcoin club. San Antonio Bitcoin club are on the rise. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's a tough city. I mean, I've talked with my, my friends, you know, we've all grown up from there Yeah, and we come to the conclusion, you know, if you can make it in this city, you can make it in any city
2: in America. That's how tough that city is. Yeah. Um, That's probably, and I, and, and we talked about this before, but San Antonio really needs Bitcoin though. Like, the people over there really they probably need it more so there than they do in Austin I would say what do you think
1: yeah uh, out of all the cities i look at in texas you know dallas has blown up it's always been big yeah it's probably the first one to blow up then it was houston now we're seeing austin on this trajectory that's nuts these last what 3 4 years yeah, So naturally, it's just going to bleed down to San Antonio. I mean, cost of living cheap down
2: there. Yeah, you're selling my guys on uh, moving down to San Antonio. I mean, it's not
1: a far <laughs> drive from the Mecca. Hey,
2: when the way he pitched it, too, was like, you know what? He kind of has a point. Like, uh, actually, moving to, like, north San Antonio is not a bad spot.
1: Beer's cheaper. <laughs> you know, food's cheaper. Food's better.
2: Yeah. And, like, I was even, th- I, like, when you had me, you had you had me so so You had the rest of the guys so sold on it that I started thinking, I was like, wait could get a house like north of san antonio and then what it was only like a f- hour drive so yeah hour, worst, hour yeah. and a half. it's not a bad to spot that. to get a and then you're down there in san antonio gosh it's a great idea so
1: it's a, it's a good city got a lot of good principles um that's yeah. why the bitcoin uh, project that we're building right now mm-hmm. that's why it aligns so well with the community down there and me and you have talked about how um building a culture, you know, it's Mm -hmm. a different, very difficult. uh, Read a lot of books on it and looking at the city compared to other cities, not only in Texas, but in America, San Antonio has a very distinct culture. Yeah. Tell us about that. Tell us about it. I mean, you look at it from uh, the 1990s, 2000s, if you've ever watched any movies like Blood in, Blood Out, La Bamba, you know, those movies like, are in the hearts of a lot of people back home and the biggest one how can i forget i i didn't name her earlier r.i.p. selena she's from corpus bro she is from corpus <laughs> but she made her she made her name in san antonio did i ever
2: tell you i met her when i was a kid you did yeah i was like 7 years old and i literally thought she was a princess legend <laughs> oh yeah it was, yeah, I it was what you're me saying. me and my younger brother uh i don't know how but my uh my mom's sister it was, I guess, went to high school with her because she kept coming in and out of high school. I don't know. I don't know how we got there. Anyway, she went to
1: Carol or something like that. No, she
2: went to Ray. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So like, so anyway, so she, I don't know how we ended up at the Bayfront Plaza or whatever, but we were like kids, me and my brother, and she took us backstage to meet her. And I remember thinking she was just like like a like a princess. I was like, what? who is this sparkly lady? And then she was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I was like... I want to be an artist. And my brother was like, I want to be a spaceman or whatever. (laughs) And she's like, you can be whatever you want. I was like, dang.
1: Met a legend. You didn't even know it back then. I didn't know it. See, and like, the thing about the culture in in San Antonio is, you know, she's been gone for, what, like, 25, 27,
2: 25 years, like 30 years almost. Yeah, people still talk about it.
1: Still talk about it. She's still a big thing down there. Her art, Mm -hmm. all her music, like, I still go to quinceañeras and family events. They play her music still? Oh man, once they throw it on, people are just jamming out, man. That's crazy. So, us being a city like that of culture, um, what's cool about the Bitcoin thing is what we're building, since it aligns so much with all that, it can carry on for generations as far as, just like the Selena thing. Yeah. Especially once people realize like what it can do for them and how, and, throwing your time and your energy in that will give you back time. So you don't have to work. You can spend time with your loved ones. You can do what you actually really want to do in life instead right. of running in the rat race your whole life. Yeah. Um, so that's very powerful with that. And then how you were saying earlier about, you know, the guys really look up to me. Um, I've gotten a lot of praise as we've been going on and I give it back to the guys. Cause I tell them if, you know, a lot of it is them showing up as well. Because if not, I'd be the crazy guy at the bar, the yeah. crazy Bitcoiner at the bar all by himself, just right. trying to talk about Bitcoin. Um, but it's very humbling, you know, it kind of just came to me, and I just want to protect it and do the best I can just to uh, make sure the message gets out. You know being here in Austin before I started all this, everyone here set this Bitcoin standard for me to be able to. Latch onto and take back home, right? And use it as an example and show everyone else, you know, this is the way. And uh, I give a lot, you know, to y'all guys here at Club Lab, ABC Bit Devs, um, everyone out here is very humble, you know, no BS kind of guys. Yeah. And yeah, man, it's just been a humbling, growing experience. My my family, I remember at first they thought I was crazy for doing all this. Oh, they're
2: so happy, dude! Your mom's tamales, bro.
1: Yeah. Oh my God! Very fortunate for yeah. that they uh, jumped on. Yeah. I still remember the first meetup. I just put a put an announcement out there. You know, created the club, the art. That's
2: what I would say. Just I don't want to interrupt your flow, but to me, the thing that I love about what you created over there, G, and that I haven't seen at any other place in the entire world is you have this like uh, this gentle kindness family culture a part of San Antonio thing it's a very like intentional thing do you know what I mean it's part of the culture man yeah it's like it's very like it feels like home it basically right yeah. like yeah. It, it almost like oh you're coming home like that kind of thing <laughs> yeah. shoot
1: like last night one of the guys they drove up from Laredo he was
2: doing a job out oh, there oh really Wow. He was like, dude, as
1: soon as three o'clock hit, I told everyone, hey, man, we got to wrap it up. I got something to do. Drove all the way
2: from Laredo. What's that? Like seven, four, three hours? What is that? Seven, oh, right? It's about,
1: no, it's like two, two and a half. Oh, from Laredo? Yeah. Oh, wow.
2: So he went from Laredo to-
1: Came back wow. up because he wanted to see Uncle Jim. Uncle Jim talk about privacy, man. So he wanted to
2: know about, oh, wow, that's incredible.
1: So things like that, it's pretty cool. And then we even had a new member show up last night. Me and him been communicating a little bit and- he wasn't able to show up on the normal scheduled dates because uh, he's really involved with his church and since we moved the date he was able to show up he was able to meet him face to face yeah a uh, new guy wanted to get involved about to retire from his fiat job wants to do something in bitcoin so i told him just how you've told me gary leland told me everybody uh francis puyot all the bull bitcoin guys gustavo just keep showing up and then you'll see something and you can contribute. I'm actually writing a new, a new blog about that. Yeah. Calling it a One Body, One Bitcoin and nice. talks about, you know, showing up and contributing and how every member of all these clubs is like a body part. Tell uh, me more about that. That's such an interesting way of putting it. Just like the body, man, the body's composed of many different individual parts, but they all have to come together for the body to function correctly. You know, mm-hmm. the knee has a function; every limb has a function. Your fingers, your nose, your ears, your eyes—they all contribute. And it, you know, the eye—the body can't be an eye because then it wouldn't be a body; it would just be an eye. It Wouldn't be able to hear, smell, travel, do anything. Yeah. So it just goes to show you how every person involved is a big part of this body that we're building. You know, like I look at the body out here in Austin, um, so diverse, so many different trades. And I remember one guy stood up at ABC and he talked about how this community out here, he has so much faith in it. If you know, the world were to go to shit, that he feels totally comfortable with every individual in this room because, you know, we have doctors, we have farmers, there's engineers, yeah. there's mechanics, there's nurses, all these different traits to be able to contribute to this community, to look after one another. It's all crazy because it's all due to Bitcoin. It's, yeah, there's so much trust in the community, in the Bitcoin community in general. Um, I haven't seen it anywhere else. And it was cool because I would tell my parents about it so much. And then at the meetups, when they started seeing people roll in and, you know, a lot of the guys who've been showing up since day one, my parents are like, you know, they love, they love how giving everyone is and how real everyone is. It's almost like they almost lost faith in, you know, the good of humanity. And then they see it and it's like, oh, wow, like this is different. Yeah. I'll even tell them, I used to tell them. Yeah, I can go anywhere in America right now and reach out to Bitcoiners and <laughs> if I need a spot to crash, they'll let me crash. And they're like they're telling me about Isn't oh, that a good safe. feeling? Oh man, it's yeah, it's amazing. It it's something that drew me in along with you know, Bitcoin's um characteristics. You know, yeah. Bitcoin you don't change Bitcoin, Bitcoin changes you. And that's what's been uh, really inspiring on this journey. Of doing all this you know my family all my friends they see the change and i just hope to be able to inspire a lot of people by acting and doing these things to get them on a bitcoin standard and for the better hopefully change their lives for you know let them do what they want to do uh, live out their passions and their dreams right now i'm living out a dream living out a passion of mine You would have told me four or five years ago when I got into this, we would be at this stage. I would have never thought it was possible. But uh, just embracing it, man. And putting your passion into it, loving what you do. Same thing y'all do here at Pleb Lab. It's beautiful energy here. Uh, The coagulation of
2: minds.
1: It's, uh, how do I say It's
2: intoxicating. Yeah, it can be. Yeah. It's a good time. Dude, You're so inspiring to hear you you say all these things because... I'm just, yeah, I mean, I tell you this all the time. I'm just so impressed with what you've been able to create in San Antonio. And like, you literally created it from, from absolutely nothing. Like, literally, I'm literally talking about like nothing, dude. And it's incredible to see how far you've come. It's took it a lot of time. A lot of, I'm sure you put a lot of your own stack into it. And, and your family has helped in tremendous ways and giving ways. And, and you know, everybody here in Austin wants you to be really successful in San Antonio. Like, uh, and it's crazy to see how, how much it's actually grown there.
1: Oh man. It's just, it's just giving back to Bitcoin in general, you know, that and the community here in Austin has given me so much as far as, you know, knowledge and just, uh, their fellowship that I just want to be able to spread that. So in building San Antonio, what I do hope is that it'll open these corridors between the two cities and
2: will be a Metroplex for Bitcoin being
1: that we're so close together.
2: How do you see, how, how do you, cause when, when I think of San Antonio, like you're not, you're not in the Valley, San Antonio is not in the Valley. Just so for, for people that, let me just kind of explain this real quick. Just so for people that are listening, um, Texas is kind of broken up, you know, in these kind of ways where you have like the Gulf coast which would be like Houston, Corpus. Then you have like uh, Austin, which is central Texas area. Then you have North, you go North, you have Dallas and you go far West. It feels like a different country. Like, like West El, Texas. Like, yeah, yeah. It's a totally different country. <laughs> and then you yeah, have like West Texas. Then you have like El Paso and then you have the Valley, which mm. is like everything after San Antonio. You know what I mean? So yeah. w- what, what, how would you, Oh yeah. We still didn't even talk about, would you consider Laredo in the Valley? I guess so. Right. Yeah. 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 them. So how would you, what do you think it's going to take for us to get penetration, uh, to, to West Texas or if it's already there, or what do you think it's going to take for us to get penetration to like South Texas, like, at like basically everything under San Antonio, like how do we get penetration there?
1: Just doing what we've been doing and continue to do innovation here in central Texas. The cool thing about San Antonio is how you said we're not in the valley, but we are south of Central Texas. So we're like the apex between. Well, now since Austin's a tech hub, we're an apex between, you know, Southern Valley rural living, yeah, and big tech. Good. That's you, a good point. Yeah. You got to get through San Antonio to go to Austin. So, <sighs> <What's> whoa, <that? laughs> whoa, somebody dropped something. Uh, so, um, yeah, we're at this this interesting apex where. You know, we get a little mix of tech, we get a little mix of, you know, rural, valley living. Yeah. Um, we have, you know, a bunch of oil, oil refineries out there. So the oil life is a big deal down there. Farm life is still a big deal. It's an interesting city. We got, a, uh, uh, like I said, a mix of everything. And then now getting more into the city, we're actually a cybersecurity hub. So it gives us a lot of room to play with as far as the innovation side
2: goes. But um, do you think yeah. do you think it's a possibility where you can um, you know bridge that gap from the valley to San Antonio, or do you think it's going to be possible to get other you know because it's a grassroots movement, it truly is. Do you think it's you think it's going to be possible to get some bitcoiners to start something up in in the valley? Or have they already? I don't even know.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's actually a guy um, running Bitcoin meetups in Brownsville. I've seen.
2: Are they actual Bitcoiners or are they like?
1: It's what they say online. Okay. I haven't reached out and really talked with them too much, but uh, I do know something like that exists. Next time I go down there, actually I want to reach out and uh, attend a meetup and just see how they're doing things, you know, exchange uh, ideas, see what's working for them down there, give them ideas about what's working for us in San Antonio. And um, yeah, hopefully, you know, get more intertwined with what they're doing to uh, work together. Same thing, how y'all are helping San Antonio get everything going. You know, we just want to extend the gifts as uh, Justin from Alabama once told me. <laughs> you got to you gotta give the game away. The game is supposed to be given for free. And uh, I truly believe in that. And it, nothing inspires me more than you know, speaking with other founders of meetups and other people that want to create change in their community. That's inspiring to me, dude. Yeah.
2: Like it's every time I see it, it's, it's always, there's always a certain type of individual that does it. It's always a selfless, kind hearted you know, usually has a good stack <laughs> individual that does, does that. help. <laughs> but then, do you know what I mean? It's, 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 and they're usually, you know, they're Christian. They're usually Christian.
1: Yeah. A lot of believers in the space. Yeah it's um, talking about the stack, going back to that. So I hear a lot of people talk about, you know, I'll never spend my stack. And I respect that, you know, hodlers, hodling hodlers, they have a there is a place for them in Bitcoin, right? It it's what the community relies on because unlike all these shit coins that just dump their bags on newbies, what's cool about Bitcoin is you have people that believe in this so much that they're lifetime hollers. And I respect it. Um, but I got to a point where I realized I had to spend some of my stack to build what we're doing in San Antonio and I have no problem with it, man. It's like, Bitcoin's given me so much. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to use my, I'm going to use some of my bag to build infrastructure here in San Antonio. And in doing that, you're only adding more value back into Bitcoin by onboarding new users, showing that this thing is real. Uh, and showing that you mean business, it's just giving back to Bitcoin essentially. And I've had no problem doing that. Um, so as as far as, you know, also paying people in Bitcoin, Yeah, just supporting the circular economy and just showing everyone how it is possible to live off Bitcoin, to use it as a savings mechanism. Cause I mean, we use money like that already saving a lot of people saving dollars. They spend dollars. It's, it's essentially the same thing with Bitcoin, except it's a hard money and it appreciates instead of dies over time. Yeah. I was actually revealing that to my stepdad the other day because uh, he's seen his stack go crazy, right, recently. All, all, of our, all of our stacks have gone crazy recently. And I was just pointing out to him, you see how last week you could buy a certain amount of stuff with your Bitcoin and the price is increasing. You can buy even more stuff now. I said you see how backwards it is from the dollars where last week, you know, you could buy a certain amount of eggs. This week it's even less amount of eggs. Right. I was just explaining to them That that's how value's supposed to grow over value's supposed to do that over time. Everything's supposed to get cheaper if you put your your wealth, your time, your energy into something that appreciates. Right. And uh right now the dollar's just not it, man. Dollar is just not it. I saw a
2: meme the other day. It was like it was like $1 equals and then I think somebody put like nothing and then and it was like one Bitcoin equals and had like all these pictures, all these things of, that you could get with one Bitcoin now. But isn't that, that's, if you really think about it, like nothing costs a dollar anymore. Uh-huh. Like we went to go get these drinks. And like, none of this cost, none of it was a dollar. I think the only saving grace right now is the
1: Arizona tea. I don't know how that guy has kept those uh, those cans at 99 cents,
2: man. Oh, good point. That watermelon. E- even oof. Gus's went up in price. Because oh, Gus, Gus's chicken, they used to have like the, I think it was like the, what was it? Like the combo meal or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's gone up too. They had to.
1: No more dollar menu either. McDonald's. Oh, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> Getting through college. <laughs> Five bucks to get you a long way, man. I even went and bought a pizza the other day from Little Caesars. Five dollar uh, hot and ready. Oh, do they
2: still have the five
1: dollar? Dude, hot that ready? thing is like seven, eight bucks now. Oh, there's not a five dollar hot. Oh ready. man, I bought I bought some for the meetup the other day, and I was just like, all right, five pizzas, twenty five dollars. Like not bad. It was like fifty bucks. <laughs> I was like, God damn! I told some of the members about it. They're like, Oh yeah, it was only five bucks. I'm like, No, it went oh man. I was surprised by the outcome.
2: That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's been it's it and the thing about Bitcoin is it applies uh Austrian economics. So you learn how to spend, how to save, teaches you how to handle money the correct way. And the thing about building generational wealth and accumulating wealth is you know these people know how to save. It's about how much money you can save, it's not how much you can spend, right? Where right. Society has us thinking, you know, nice shoes, jewelry, nice car, nice house. But like my boy Tyler Durden says, (laughs) we live in a society where we work jobs we don't like to buy things we don't need. Oh man, that movie just revelation. Recently, we watched it like last year. Oh, yeah. Totally different movie.
2: Yeah. It's a. Oh my God. My favorite line was the one where. We are your, what did, they, what did they, when they, when they all like capture him and they're like, we are everywhere. We are everywhere. Don't fuck with us. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That's scary. I mean, good thing a lot of us uh, do this for the right reasons, you know? For sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's been a, it's, it's been a fun ride so far, man. And uh,
2: what did you, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about, cause I want to go back to. Some learnings because uh, a lot of people look up to you, um, not only here in Texas, but not only in San Antonio, but they look up to you. You were just talking to our, our friend Justin on his own meetup over there. But what 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 kind of advice could you give some of these uh, community organizers who's who who actually have been toughing out this bear market and didn't stomp their meetup, kept it going, and you know. But what uh, I would say, what are some of the learnings that you? That you have, uh, you learned during this bear market.
1: Well, first one that comes to mind is stay humble.
2: And it's really easy to be humble in the bear market. Really, oh yeah. I say personally, it's harder to be humble in a bull run. It's really hard. I'm guilty of it. I think everybody's guilty of it, but it's really hard to be humble during a bull run.
1: So that would be the first one. Second would be just continue building. Um, you know, put all your heart, all your passion into it, don't have a high time preference. continue to show compassion to your your local plebs. yeah um, right now that it's getting a little interesting, just keep your foot on the gas, if not, press it down a little bit more. Wow, you think so? I think so. I mean, that's what we're doing in San Antonio, yeah, you know, and how i'm how I'm operating is I don't care about money. You know, I've spoken with Fussler out of Vancouver, a couple other founders, and that same line comes out of people's mouths that I've never met. I'm not in it for the money. And I tried and preach that a lot to my family and, you know, all my friends in San Antonio. Cause everyone, I've had people be like, oh, when are you gonna get paid? When is the money coming in? Yada, 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 you know, real fiat. Yeah. And I'm at this point now in my life where I've given up becoming rich. Right, I just want to do what I can and take care of myself. Sovereign individual, if you may say.
2: Yeah, tell me, tell me, more. tell I'm, me more. I
1: mean, I'm more in it, just honestly for for to build something that's going to last through time. I was telling you the other day about how what it feels like we're building in San Antonio. You can't put a price on it.
2: Yeah,
1: a uh, legacy you can't put a price on, and a lot of the plebs back home they definitely feel that message. And the more we're on this path, they see the vision. Like I've had a couple of them as they've been more exposed and starting to get more active in the club. They're like, you know, all this stuff you talk about, I'm starting to see the vision. I'm like, you see it, you see it now. And they're like, yeah, I, I'm starting to see what you're, you were talking about and this vision that you see for the city and all that and It just helps them uh, get even more involved and more committed to you know, the cause and giving the message out and just saving people, man. Saving them from the rug pull, getting people out of their current situations and just educating, man. It all comes from a a place of love.
2: Right. Gosh, dude. You got me touched right now. It gets deep, man. (laughs) It gets deep. (sighs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, when I started out, a lot of it was for those reasons as well. I think, you know... Doing this for a while now, I, I've, I kind of, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out the way to say this. I, I care more. I think because because it's like yeah. Let me kind of let me say, <clears throat> let me really get my thoughts together. But this bear market was tough for me personally. It was tough. It was, it was really tough. It's and, tough for everyone. And um, building through that, I had learned a lot of valuable lessons. Yeah, I I'm definitely not the same person I was, um, I would say a month ago or even two months ago. And you can keep you can I feel like every month, every week, every day I'm just just changing. You know, and I and, and my biggest worry is like how do I maintain the that 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 heart and that um that gratefulness that um that that's that spark that that I had in twenty twenty one how do i how do I make sure that's there and I think for me going to church like keeps me there like it it uh, it keeps that spark going and gets me in the right mindset of like what this is really about and i like I personally just want everyone around me to be successful and to me, it's really important for Austin um, to be on a Bitcoin standard, um, and then after that, Texas, and then the world, um, and whatever it's going to do to t- make sure those those two things happen, then I'm willing to do it. And I think that's the kind of mindset that that I that I got coming out of this bear cycle compared to the last one.
1: I like how you said a lot of that. Uh, one, you mentioned faith. So yeah. studying and reading a lot of books on like, very successful people. Uh, some, one of my favorite authors is Napoleon Hill talks a lot about success. Faith is a very big part of that because um, we move on. I need to see it before I believe it. But building all the stuff you are doing out here in Austin, what we're doing in San Antonio, is it's never been done before or built. So... We have to rely on faith as we move. Another thing is that you mentioned was you just want to make everyone around you successful. And it's kind of giving me goosebumps hearing you say that because in one of these books I've read, it talks about, so one, you have to have a goal, right? Mm-hmm. To, and when you understand your 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 purpose, you have to have a goal and you have to have a purpose. In knowing both of these things, it gives you this path to that goal, to your purpose, or the purpose a lot makes creates this path for you with faith to get to this goal. And there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be distractions, um, but if you remain selfless, faithful, meaning you have a connection with the higher power. Then things, and you do what you're supposed to do, and taking steps towards his goal, you'll find out things just kind of fall into place. And it's, you know, the Lord works in mysterious ways. Oh, yeah. Stuff we can never even, you know, comprehend. And I'm at this stage in my life where certain things have happened, and everyone's like shocked and amazed. Sometimes I'm like, I'm really not too shocked and amazed now because I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I have faith, I have purpose, and I have a goal. So when things happen and people are like, "Oh man, that was awesome." You know about the UTSA thing, the guys were hyped up. And you know, my reply is I don't Obi like Obi-Wan Kenobi says, I don't believe in luck. So I, I'm at this point in my life where I don't believe in luck. If it's supposed to happen, it's supposed to happen. And um
2: it's such a great way to think about it.
1: Yeah, man. And like for my purpose, it's crazy. Like I said earlier, to hear you say you want to make everyone successful. That's one question I love to ask a lot of people. What's your purpose? You know, I was recently in a group and this lady we were talking with, I told her that. I was like, there's a room probably like 20, 30 people. And before the meeting, we were talking and I told her, you should ask people in the room what their purpose is and she kind of thought about it and I told her right there on the spot you know what my purpose is and she's like what i want to make everybody around me great if i can make everybody around me great then they'll go off and do great and amazing things yeah and somebody's going to be like wow how did you get to this point in life like you're amazing at what you do then they'll be able to turn back around and say well i'm amazing because this guy made me great so I'm not calling myself great. Now others are calling me great, which makes me great in general. And uh, I remember she went all around the room and I told her before, I go, you can't say, you got to tell them two things. They can't say purposes to make money. My purpose is my kids. I was like, those are two easy. Those are two like cop out easy answers. I get it with the kids. Of course, money, of course, because we all work. But it's like, what are you here for? And a lot of people can answer that question in general. So it's really nice to have that purpose. And that's what Bitcoin gave me. That's what Pleb Lab, y'all guys pretty much saved my life and showed me that through reading and through watching everything happen out here in Austin. And those are things that moved me. And like I said, to hear you say it, that was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, because we don't talk about that. uh, that I I don't think we've ever talked about that. No, I don't think so. But that's funny how we're both thinking the same thing.
1: And it falls into running a meetup. I think it goes back to
2: faith. G. I mean, uh, yeah, faith is a big to, part of just, it. Like for me, like I think everybody knows I'm Christian, and that 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 plays a big role in my life. And um, like I have a I have a habit every morning of like talking to God. Like I literally will sit there and pray for like five minutes, and I'll talk to him. I'll tell him all my problems and the, my worries, um, just anything and everything. And and whenever I get moments of like you know. Of anything, I I just close my eyes, do it, do a quick prayer, and ask him to come in my heart and expand it, and and um, you know, and 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 just clear it out. And I and I've been doing that the past three three years, I guess at this point now. Mm-hmm. But lately, I've been more of a really cognizant of the um, of like these moments of distress or these moments of fear, or whatever. And as soon as that enters my mind or anything like that, I close my eyes and pray just for a second. Cause I need to clear that out. It's like, it's the bad thing that I don't need to have in my mind. So I just ask him to come in. And then usually within like three minutes, I stop thinking about those things.
1: There's a lot of power in prayer, man. My stepdad who's been on this journey with me. Legend. He, uh, <laughs> dude, he's, oh, he definitely he's so cool, man. Dude, He's so cool. Yeah. He you know, he'll tell me things, he'll share truth with me a lot because he's really a big man of faith. And um, he always tells me, you know, I can see this. He would tell me in the beginning, I could see this thing really blowing up here in San Antonio. But you gotta, you gotta ask God to put his hand on it. And he, he would always tell me, you'll you'll be amazed by how big it will get. Wow. And they've been around for the ride, so my parents love it, they see it. I know a lot of members and a lot of people that show up, love the fact that my family supports, uh, in this adventure, so uh, it's a
2: beautiful thing man
1: yeah it's 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 very humbling it's It's awesome to be able to do something and you know they'd just be proud of me I mean they were always proud of me, but to actually like have a proof of work and be building something that they can see and be a part of uh it's just very it's very humbling it's very i take it very seriously, and i want to do it correctly. Um, how you were talking about any messages I can give to any founders there in America or anywhere around the world. I would say how we were saying, just make everyone great around you. You know, give a stage to every pleb that shows up to your meeting. Just tell them how important they are and just how grateful you are for them. You know, the presence just showing up all the time, volunteering, and you'll be surprised what some people will do, man. A lot of blessings have been coming recently from new plebs, old plebs. And uh, again, I'm not really surprised, but my stepdad sees it and he's like, hey man, you know, that's just blessings being, being showered onto you. You know, don't, how do how do you say this? Don't like reject them, you know, yeah, accept them. They want to bless you in any way let them Gosh. don't reject their blessings so i'm just That's like good advice man yeah it's just it's cool man it's it's fun still i still know there's a lot of work to be done um but yeah i just don't i just don't let it get to my head
2: yeah i don't i don't i, I have a hard time doing that myself like letting people want to help or letting people want to um you know whatever it is the other day like i told you the other day we're at a meetup and Person came up and she wanted, was like, what can I do to help you? I'm ready to get started. And I was, I was like, I think we're okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, i it's not that I didn't want to let her, I just, I think that just me personally, I have a hard time like letting people help me.
1: I mean, I don't, I don't take handouts in general. So, yeah. like, you know, that's but something that's,
2: that's, but you to what you to what your, your dad said, like, that's, a, that's like, a, that's gone. Like, who knows?
1: Yeah. So I've just, you know, been really accepting of um, people wanting to, to bless the club. I wouldn't say necessarily me, the club. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, all the guys, it's interesting because I have, we've built this bond where, you know, no everyone knows like, I'm not going to rug pull no one. Everyone trusts me with uh, whatever we're doing. Been around for doing. a long time. Yeah. Everyone, everyone knows me. They know my family, you know, See each other at least two three yeah. times a month uh always sharing always in fellowship
2: um that stuff matters dude yeah yeah it, it, it really it's does the community they need to they need to see for themselves like you know how long you've been out this are you gonna stop are you is this just a phase in your life like they need to see that and it's uh, yeah because it's just a proof of work right just
1: proof of work, man. Again, just taking a lot of the things I learned here in Austin from getting involved in the community, mm-hmm. uh, meeting others from around the world, going through some of the same problems, some of the same things. I still remember for like three months, man, I was, I was jobless and I was just living off of coin and I was meeting <laughs> guys from all over the world here in Austin doing the same thing. And it was like, we can connect on that.
2: Dude, you've grown so much, man. Cool. You've grown so much. In the time, the short time I've known you, um, you've grown so much. It's crazy. Yeah, man. It's it's not. It, we're definitely not. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's crazy. Man. I think
1: everybody here has man in general in, in Bitcoin. Like a bunch of the guys here in how I, I was telling Uncle Jim the other day. I still remember like first day Jim oh, showed yeah. up. in yeah, and Oh yeah. All the other guys here, all the other For women guy. here. Yeah, I still remember their first day. And to see them, what what everyone's building super here. Super Testnet too, man. Like super. super when he first oh came God. in, he was
2: completely, he wasn't <laughs> prolific yet. Now he's like prolific.
1: Legend. Lightning Super's legend. literally
2: a legend out there. You know, talking about faith and I, a lot of my faith, like, you know, stuff I learned from Super, to be honest. Like, there's a reason he's... Uh, He's so great, and and um, you know, and what he does is because you know all the time that we spent together talking about our faith. Um, I, I think I think that's the secret ingredient. I don't know. Call me crazy. It's part of the secret sauce for sure. Yeah. Then
1: there's certain other as, uh, aspects, you know, uh, drive, passion, um, faith. Obviously, it's a lot goes into it, man. But yeah, faith is definitely a big part of it. And the more I dive into this community, the more you see it prevalent in a lot of people because no one knows what's going to happen. You know, we don't know if the prize is going to tank tomorrow or oh, if it's going to go crazy yeah, That is true.
2: or if it's going to go crazy or they're going to come and grab us on. Whoa. It's that faith to keep doing it
1: for sure. Yeah. It, it, it's what, what's, uh, it's what's leading us.
2: Yeah.
1: We're all, we're all tied to this thing that no one can really put their finger on. And I remember somebody referred to it as like, we all have this North star. We ex- we look at Bitcoin and it's like our Northern star. We know just how it was back in history. Wow. Everyone will look in the sky and be like, that's the North star. North is that way. Wow. Same thing with Bitcoin. We see Bitcoin. It's like, okay, Bitcoin's right there. We know what that is. And it's just like, it's a tool that just guides us. You know, it's, yeah, it's uh, I love the philosophy philosophy aspect of all this. That's what got me into Bitcoin, at the beginning of my journey. And then when you start applying a lot of it and start living by it on a Bitcoin standard, your your mind is blown by a lot of this, a lot of these deep talks that you know Max and everyone will talk about online. And easy way to sum it up is how you don't change Bitcoin, Bitcoin changes you. And, uh, I have heard for Jim talk about it too, how the coin, the protocol itself in its base layer has a lot of first principles, you know, and that's what moves a lot of us is because we believe in these first principles. It's bringing back light, light to the world, essentially.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I I think the the most interesting thing, it's funny you bring up the protocol stuff because, um, what I realized is hanging out with more devs and um, more engineers. um, A lot of them have like a very interesting way of how they, uh, you know, um, think through things. Uh, Like it's almost like a a set of operations or something. Uh, And it's fascinating to see uh, how that their minds are able to kind of impact via I guess what I'm trying to say, it's it's interesting how they're able to put their fingerprint on all this technology that's getting built, but still influence the the rest of the community that way. Does that make sense? Am I making sense? I feel like I'm not, but... I
1: mean, they speak through code, essentially, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
2: what I'm trying to say. Yeah,
1: yeah like uh, a big one that comes to mind with that is the lighting the lightning channel splicing. How Dusty was able to do that and, you know, kind of put his fingerprint on this thing. It's like everyone, everyone in the community has seen it and you see a lot of people excited about it.
2: Yeah.
1: And I mean, he's such a great guy. Couldn't have happened to a better guy to come up with something like that. Funniest guys I know. Dude, he's awesome. (laughs) He's so great. And, you know, to see something born out of Austin like that and have such a global impact is like phenomenal. Just all through code. Yeah. You know, at the protocol, well, lightning, uh, uh, the layer of lightning. So, some stuff like that, you know, I know Super's done a lot himself too, putting your fingerprint, everyone in the world, doesn't matter where you're from, Mexico, China, Taiwan.
2: Yeah. I guess they do speak through code.
1: They acknowledge. Yeah. It's like a universal language.
2: put, Put it.
1: Yeah. It's. It's just cool being being so close to the Mecca, being able to come here all the time and see these guys. Um, I was telling you the other day, I'm reading this book. It's called uh, Digital Gold.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I downloaded it last night. You told me, but I haven't listened to it yet, but it's on the list now.
1: Dude. Like a lot was,
2: these, yeah, tell me, tell me.
1: Well, all these guys were building and doing all these things. And, you know, we've heard, if you're in the community long enough, you hear about, you know, Albreg, all, all yeah, yeah, everything, Silk Road, all this stuff. Um. But to read it, you realize how a lot of these guys were just moving by what they thought was right, what felt right to them. And it's like, it's a book that's like on a movie scale level. And after reading it, you know, I look at everything that everyone else is doing in America right now, as far as building Bitcoin communities and building uh, different labs, like here in Atlanta, Nashville, no one like those guys or think like those guys, no one thinks, you know, they'll be remembered or, but someone's always watching and it's, it's a cool story. Once you understand what's really going on. And yeah, man, I'm, I i would not be surprised if there was a book written about the Austin, Austin Bitcoin scene eventually and how they, you know, rose up grassroots style and, created the mecca of america man it's uh it's been fascinating to watch and i would definitely read
2: that book yeah i'm gonna check it out it it sounds really it sounds really interesting yeah because i know some stories but i don't know i guess i don't know them all it's then. like a movie bro i wow. could see this movie i could see this who is the writer the writer was it um what's the
1: name of the guy his uh, name is nathaniel or... popper oh, okay yeah okay great read though great read and it, it just inspires me of what, everything that's going on right now and seeing all the activity. I mean, we, I remember guys coming into Austin and doing like documentaries and stuff. You know what I'm uh, saying? Yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. Whatever
2: happened to that documentary?
1: I have no idea. I, I, I thought it would His name released. was Rob, I
2: think, right?
1: I don't remember. I just remember
2: them was showing it Rob? up. I think it was Rob. I think his name was Rob. Okay. Yeah, I remember being in that movie. Like a lot of people were, and then it just never got released. It
1: could be a, a multi-year uh, development. Oh, you so never you're know. saying that he's
2: just like he's building like a it could be. Oh, interesting. It could be, and it could show the chronological Because th- I think he was. That's funny you bring that up. Were you in it too? You were in it too, right? I was Probably in a snippet here and there. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's funny now you got me thinking about this. Like,
1: yeah, because I was in twenty one. Yeah
2: he came here during the bull market.
1: Oh yeah. So so if
2: he comes in, yeah. So that means like, what if he, dude, I'm not even the same guy anymore. Like anybody is right. Mm -mm. I wouldn't even recognize that person if I saw him today.
1: Who knows? Maybe it'll it'll be released uh, once we get to
2: uh, a million. (laughs) I'm not going to (laughs) watch it. I'm not going to watch it. I can't watch myself like that, dude. That's why I do podcasts. I like, I like talking on the, on the mic and, having a conversation and learning from people and that's what I like doing. It's more real. Yeah. You know, you know, like for me, this is, this is me, like my, my therapy, I guess you could say as far as like, how does car relax and chill? It's like, listen to music and like, talking to people. I was telling, um, who was I telling the other day? Uh, Oh yeah, Jose. I was telling Jose. Jose was like, Car, how do you? I see you moving around, all this stuff. How do you get your energy? Blah, blah. I was like, dude, I'm like Mario and sunshine. I just grab everybody's light. That's all I'm doing. I go to you. <laughs> you're in Smiley right now. I grab some of that light. I go to somebody else. And just over and over and over. And then I fill myself up with all this light and I keep going. And
1: that's then how that's how I do it. Then you go and do. That's what I like about coming out here to Austin. I've heard it from other sources around the world, other founders about. Hanging out with Bitcoin is just recharges this battery that we all have. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's awesome because like you said, it allows me to take some of that light. And then I can, the whole point of the San Antonio Bitcoin club was I wanted to bring that energy to the city I grew up in to meet other people like you me have, from the you same have. upbringing. You have. And yeah, um, they see it. Uh, a lot of people thank me for it and all that. And I mean, I'll be humble about it and, just uh, yeah, I'm just I don't really have much to say about it, man, because I'm not doing it out of selfishness. Yeah. It's like a gr- a good analogy here, so when you tell people about Bitcoin, a lot of people are quick to like dismiss it, and they bring up a lot of like disinformation, if you will, right? A cool analogy I heard about it well, it was talking about knowing God how a lot of people will, won't will want to listen if you're trying to talk about your faith, right? A lot of people don't want to talk about that. Same thing ties in with Bitcoin. Um, it's like an apple, I'm eating this apple.
2: Are <laughs> you happy to buy an apple?
1: <laughs> that was funny. That was actually very, <laughs> <laughs> it, but it's like an apple, and it's like me telling you, you should try this apple. This apple's delicious. And this other person over here is like, why are you going to eat the apple? That's disgusting. But it's like, how are you going to tell me this apple doesn't taste good if you haven't even had a taste of this apple? If you did have a taste of this apple, you would know what I'm talking about. But you don't know what it tastes like. So, yeah, that I, I feel the same. When I heard that, it was actually in church. Yeah. That automatically made a correlation to Bitcoin. I was like, Jesus Christ. No pun intended. Yeah, but uh, yeah it's the same way you know I try to tell people about Bitcoin and a lot of people are quick to say oh no it's a scam all this stuff but they haven't put skin in the game they haven't read anything they haven't listened to anything they're just watching TikTok videos and influencers talk about trading getting in and out
2: (laughs) I think people have to start somewhere you know according to
1: to to your point, how you I, said I used that. to be
2: a, into crypto and stuff in twenty seventeen. Remember oh that? Like we were all there. But luckily we found Bitcoin. Luckily there are people, you know, that were championing the real reasons why we're doing it. That's why it's so important. Like what you're doing and spreading that message about the light and faith and community, like what you're doing there, that that sends a message to everybody that, hey man, like there's a better path. And, and, and you're spreading that message over there. You're, you're inspiring. You're going to inspire the, the next builders, dude, especially, you know, like everywhere. People are going to listen to this and go, go do what you're telling them to do. Like, that's, what's going to happen, G.
1: And, uh, cause to, it's the right message to touch back on, you know, people don't want to hear it and all this stuff, how you're saying it took us a while talking with my stepdad we, we get into talks like this all the time. And he was talking about how you got to show them grace. Cause it. he goes, look how long it took you to get where you're at in this way of thinking. Yeah, it, good, it, was, it was a good reminder. Yeah. Like, you know, just give them, patient. show them grace. Yeah. Let yeah. every, everyone has their own time and we all have different seasons that we go through in life. And some people, it's going to take longer to get to the stage that we're all at as Bitcoiners than what took us. I don't even think we're that far along.
2: to be like. I'm really, when I think of like PubLab and what we're doing in Austin, I think we're still so early. I think we have a long road ahead, a really long road ahead. Um, now, just speaking of PubLab, I would say like PubLab in general, we have a long road, long road ahead because it's going to be really tough. It's just tough to run a Bitcoin company. It just, one of the hardest things I've ever done. Like it's not easy. Uh, and it doesn't, and the, the, the interesting thing, like the more you read about this kind of stuff, you, you start realizing that there's, it's just harder problems to solve. That's all it is. So you have to get used to solving these really hard problems uh, inside your Bitcoin business. And and that to me is going to be, I think for me, that's why faith is so important because Not only do I rely on it, it's the guiding light for, for telling me how to break through some of this, um, these challenges. And when I ask for advice, he tells me exactly what to do. And, and there's been multiple moments where, you know, me and Teresa are thinking through things and, and I was like, I was like, let's just, let's just pray on it. And then we'll talk about it tomorrow or the next day, come back. And then it's the obvious answers there. So it to me, that's how I that's how I get through these challenges. It's really tough, dude. But it's um yeah. I don't know how we got off topic, but sorry.
1: I mean, just to add on to that, it's so tough also because what I've came come to realize is what we're all doing is we're building a foundation, right? So I remember talking with an old roommate I used to have, because he would always be like, Oh, when is it gonna take off? Yada yada, you y'all. when are people starting to get When are you going to start getting paid for all this? And first of all, like money's not the reason why I'm in, but I would tell him, well, it's a different process than what you know, because we have to create a foundation. And he was in, I think like insurance sales at the time. So I told him just how whoever started all this insurance uh, platform or just however insurance was started in general told them somebody had to come in, build this platform for you. So that way, once you got out of school or training or whatever, you could slide right on in and you can start doing a job. It's same thing with all this Bitcoin stuff. You have to build a foundation first. And then on top of that, that's when you build more infrastructure, more jobs, start up. yeah, just, it just becomes easier as you go. And you can read different things about it, but, this thing being so new in this world that we're in, it's not an easy task. Like I see what y'all are building here in Austin, and you know it's a way different path than like the guys in Nashville, way different than the guys in Atlanta, way different than Bob Space. Everyone has a different path. There's no set playbook.
2: No, there really isn't. And, it's it's, it's yeah. trying to it's trying to fit what you're trying to build and into whatever city or whatever thing you're, you're, you're trying to do. So it's, it's really tough. But well, it's, it's amazing to see how there's
1: so many different paths and to hear and see the successes of all these individuals and all these groups of people that are doing these amazing things um, without coordination as well. Just e- essentially building off of each other, you know, without, without, um, without Plob Lab, you know, there might not be a uh, Bitcoin park. There might not be a Bob space. There might not be an Atlanta, you know, builder space. Uh, I forgot what the name of it. that Bit lab. There might not be a bit lab. And, you know, they, who knows, they probably grew out of watching stuff y'all did. And y'all have grown from watching stuff they did. It's iron sharpening iron again. Um, just because there's no set path. You're going to take what, what, You're going to take the good things y'all like and apply it and see if it works. And if not, all right, cool. That didn't
2: work. Let's keep, let's keep going back to the drawing board. I would even say the same thing for like a company like Unchained. Oh man. Like if it wasn't for Unchained, there probably wouldn't be any Bitcoin community here. Like, let's be honest about this. Mm -hmm. It probably would have, I mean, it probably still would have happened, but maybe it would have happened in a different way. Like it would have, maybe it would have been a little bit more. I don't know. It probably just wouldn't have happened the same way. That's why I think like when you hear that call, it goes back to faith. When you hear that call, when you hear that, that voice that's telling you, you know, to get up and create for your community. Like when you hear that call, it's crucial that you answer it. But if you're not ready, then you're not ready and you don't feel it. You don't feel it then don't do it. But for me, hearing that call in 21, same thing with you hearing the call in 21, like, it was important for us to react to it and like go out and do it. Because we could have sat on the sidelines, watched our sack get higher and, you know, hodled. And and that works for some people, but some people are just built different, Gee, Like how you said that. Something uh, pulls us, you know. What else was it? Like, like what else was it, That's right? That's
1: a good question. That's a good question. I bet
2: you I've never talked to, you know, to Joe or Drew about this, but I would imagine they had a similar... I should probably ask them one day. I'd be like, Hey, (laughs) what made you guys start? And like, and they'd probably say like something similar. Maybe it's completely different. I don't know. I've never asked them. I would, I would, I'd wonder what it would be, what they would say. Be a good question to ask. I've never
1: asked either one a question or never thought about asking them that. I've yeah, definitely unchained is a cornerstone here in Austin for sure. Without them, a lot of this stuff, doesn't happen. That's going on right now. All the innovation and they've, they've held it down out here, man. Even before the tech boom was happening here, Unchained was, you know, a staple here in Austin. Um, yeah. I, I mean, and they're very humble about it too.
2: Uh, yeah. They're, 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 to me, when I look at a company out there in Bitcoin that I have a lot of respect for, you know, it's,
1: uh, it's Unchained. Yeah. Sure. And it's crazy because like I'll talk to normies and even some normies know about Unchained. Finance bros, they they have they've built up a good reputation for yeah. sure. Yeah. The best thing is they're in Texas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank God. Um Yeah, good man. That's good. So so tell us um tell us what you got planned in twenty twenty-four. Um let's talk about Alamo Labs now. What's the plan? What are you what are you thinking? So Alamo Labs, what the plan is. We're already in discussions to
1: get an office space. So, and sometime here in January, it's December right now, 2023 and 2024, January, plan to get the office space. And that'll be the hub for all Bitcoin activity in San Antonio, as well as a place for Bitcoiners to join together, builders to come and build, be around like-minded individuals, share ideas, bounce ideas off each other. And, also, along with that, we want to do something similar to Pleb Lab, where we do workshops. Like we're already thinking of the first workshop, and I've already contacted a, a BT. I talked to BTC Sessions actually in person about it. How I used his videos to get my stepdad onto stacking and cold storage, and you know, he was so humble about it. Like, think he's like, "No, nah, man." Like. It's it's so nice to hear you and other people in the community tell me how much my videos helped. Yeah, they have. He's like, I don't do it for the money. I, I do it for, you know, to hear things like that. And told him I wanted to do that for like a classroom of people, and uh, he loved it. He was just telling me how uh, he wants feedback on how his videos were able to educate normies and uh, our new Bitcoiners as well. And he's like, yeah, send me feedback. Let me know how the video, uh, how people reacted to the video. Um, if it went real, if it went real well, if it went smooth, that way I can, you know, start adjusting some of the, some of the things I say and do. Uh, so I think, you know, a good introductory will be getting people hot wallets and then showing them the advantages of cold storage and explaining, you know, why it's good to have, uh, security measures and yeah. So, uh. That'll be one workshop, or well, the first one of many. And from that, I run uh, Alamo Bitcoin, so similar to to uh, Thriller Bitcoin. Like to write stories about philosophy. So in there, we'll have the studio set up. Where me nice.
2: And, Let's go. <laughs> me and
1: me and my partner, uh, who will will shout nice. out Will. Shout out Will. We'll be. Yeah, I'm talking with I'm talking to him about ideas since we're going to be in the office, Monday through Friday, thinking once a week we can do a show where we just just chat like this, just about different things going on in the space. Give our uh, give our takes on a lot of this stuff, update on things we're doing there in San Antonio. Hopefully, get some guest speakers on, and j- just have fun, man. Just have fun with it. Gosh, dude! I can't wait, man. Yeah, we're we're very excited. A lot of the people back home are very excited, and um, yeah, it'll. In doing all this, a goal of mine is to since we have a physical space, will be to get into these cybersecurity academies because they have a lot down there. Some of them oh, are yeah. multi-million-dollar establishments. Um, but having a physical place of residence will give us some legitimacy and because a lot of people back home still think it's just an investment. Like the
2: devs. Oh, you mean the, the oh, Bitcoin.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. So the devs, uh, a lot of the instructors, a lot of the technical people I talk with, they see it just as an investment. But then I tell them some stuff like, oh, well, you can build on top of it. And we'll talk about a bit escrow a little bit. And I will tell them about some of the stuff that's being built here in Austin and their minds are like blown. That's why that's
2: important to have. Like I, we talk about this all the time. That's why it's important to have a hub. In every every mm-hmm. major city in the world, I don't think we get to hyperbitcoinization until every major city in the world has a Bitcoin hub. Personally, and I don't think we I don't think we get there.
1: And you're starting to see a lot of the, a lot of these builders are starting to really take to that message. You know, it was crazy because you called it out like a long time ago. I want to say about a year year and a half ago. You were well, it was this. painfully
2: obvious. Yeah, it was painfully obvious. Like it's you you it, you can like you have to have. One or two things. You have to have like an Unchained Capital and you have to have a hub and you have to have like a place for events and you have to have the developers. But all that starts with like a place though. And here it was Unchained Capital. That was the place. It was a bit devs, And then after that came Austin Bitcoin Club. And then after that came Club Lab. And then after that came Austin Bitcoin Design Club. And then all these companies started coming in here, all the developers, all the builders. But it starts with one person one company saying, hey, I'm gonna, I'll, we'll go ahead and do it because no one else wants to do it. And then they hear the call and they do it. And that's what you're doing right now in San Antonio. You heard the call. Now you're doing it. And we don't have a Bitcoin company down there that I know of in San Antonio. And you're going to be the first one.
1: Yeah, no, I know. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. I had uh, one friend. So we did a meetup a while back. And I remember somebody was like, oh, Maybe one day you'll see like a Bitcoin CEO. And one of my friends was a Normie friend. He was like, dude, I heard that guy saying that. And then I look at you. It's like, you already, you already got one right here. What are you talking about? <laughs> I just brushed it off. But I thought it was funny how like to hear that from a Normie. You're like, what are you talking about? We're waiting to see that. Like it's already happening. Uh, but yeah, it's just, yeah, it's very humbling. Very grateful for the opportunity. I don't take it lightly. Um, like I said, I just want yeah, to enormous, put my heart into it. Yeah. It's
2: an enormous responsibility. It is enormous it responsibility, is.
1: Um, especially doing it in a place that doesn't have any exactly. Any big you have problem. a
2: harder path ahead of you, man. Ooh. And you've already you've already started moving the needle over there, which is great. Yeah, like, but you have a lot harder path. You know, so, so but that's why I'm like that's why I always talk to you and like check in on you because I care because I know how hard it's going to be for you.
1: Oh yeah nothing nothing in life is worth it unless it ain't tough, right yeah, and to go back to what you were saying, what, the reason why I think a lot of this a lot of these uh Bitcoin labs and workplaces i I really think they'll work in other cities, other states is because uh it's a disruptor. If you think back, it's like Uber, you still remember when Uber first came out, everyone was like, "What is this?" it was a disruptor it threw in something way different from the normal taxi right same thing with airbnb disruptor this thing is a disruptor so anywhere that you apply it it's going to cause disruption in any community because we're all essentially brainwashed into thinking one way we're coerced into thinking the world is what it is but you throw something with with Austrian economics in the mix and um a hardness cuz it's a hard money it just flips the narrative and everyone's like kind of in in awe just watching things be built with this tool you know what i'm saying so and i've told my family that too uh with certainty i'm like this thing will work here it's a disruptor it's way different from what this city's used to and i think that's going to apply to everyone i mean Y'all have done it out here in Austin already. Nashville's already doing it. Atlanta, uh the Reading Bitcoin Center out there in Cali, Bob Space. Everybody. It's it's a disruptor in any community. That's such
2: a great way. I've never thought of it that way. Like yeah, I literally man. have never thought of it that way. That's interesting that you Yeah, that you that you explained it that way.
1: I never thought of it. Like that. Look at Uber and Airbnb now. I don't know about Airbnb anymore, but they're kinda I mean, they're still there. For sure. I mean, yeah. But Uber's like still a
2: really big thing. Yeah. Everywhere. That's interesting. Yeah. That's a really, I had to go and think about that for a little bit. Cause it's kind of mind blowing. That's right? pretty cool. That is kind of mind blowing. You know, it would be cool if, if you wrote an article about it and an like almost like visually, I'm sure you could see this too. Cause I see it in my head right now. It's like showing why, you know I, I, yeah i would love to hear you yeah, yeah i would love to read what what you write about that i think that's there's a there's a there's a good there's a good analogy there that's worth fleshing out i think
1: could definitely do that yeah for sure it's and it's been something i've just kind of noticed as people in different communities have been building yeah. how disruptive things aren't always bad right
2: tell me why tell me why it's important for community leaders people that are starting their own labs or, or whatever. Why is it important that they write, G?
1: Show proof of work and show that you actually know what you're talking about. That's what I gained from that news anchor reading a lot of the stuff that I've been writing about. It uh, gives you legitimacy into, you know, your opinions, your knowledge. It shows, you know, instead of, instead of repeating a lot of stuff that other people, how do I say the other speakers in Bitcoin, I guess when I think about that, like instead of repeating stuff like Parker Lewis says, Max Kaiser safe, uh, Jeff booth, instead of just repeating all that, you're able to take all that in, use your experiences, you use your life and put out something that has a little flavor from all those people. And it has your own spin and your own, um, your own perspective on it. And once you do that, man, it's, it's a game changer. And again, you never know who's going to be reading, who's going to be watching, but yeah, I, it just, it adds, it adds to your, your value as a a builder in general. It shows that it's not just some average Joe that's doing this. You know, you've taken the time, you've done your research. You've, you've been a sponge to the game, right? That That's what I can say about writing. And also, it's nice therapy just to put some stuff on paper, uh, get to word it correctly, especially if you flesh it out and then someone asks you about it. You're able to put it in a context a lot better because you've you've written about it. So you put great detail into it. Now your mind can wrap around these concepts even more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: No, that's a good way to put it.
1: And I, and it also helps. I've always been a good writer. So, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, yeah. I mean, growing up, I was good. And then my 20s, you know, I was just partying and doing whatever, knocking off a lot. And then to get back to it, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. Um, definitely got to work on my punctuality a little bit. I, I really don't care about commas. Pauses and just all. Use,
2: that. I, I use Grammarly because uh, I use. if you go back and look at Thriller, like yeah. the, the stuff that I was writing in 21 or whatever it was, dude, the spelling soap. I, I feel like an idiot when I look back on it, but I, I kind of, it is what it is. And then, and then when I, I think it was like maybe 22, or whatever, Keon just like walked by and was like, uh, why aren't you using Grammarly? Functionation's like really bad. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and then I use Grammarly and actually, it, it actually helps you like clean up a lot of your writing too. Like, uh, cause now I don't make nearly as many mistakes, uh, on my keyboard when I write, but on Noster, cause there's no edit button. I'm, <laughs> I'm just using my thumbs and I hit the wrong thing. And I'm just like, ah, who cares? Like on Noster, who cares?
1: <laughs> that, and I like to do it to update the world on what San Antonio is doing. Um, I always tell the guys I love coming on podcasts and, being able to speak as much of the city as possible, because I think it's important, you know, if you want to, what we're doing down there, being so close to the Mecca, I want to put out the message that we're doing something as well. Cause everyone's looking at Austin. Um, and us being so close, I'm like, why wouldn't we make some noise and why wouldn't we start building?
2: You know what I'm saying? Painfully obvious to me. I I was telling you this last night after the meetup, like it's painfully obvious to me that, if you build out this Alamo Labs and it's the first bitcoin company that's in San Antonio and you just have to stick around man for sure you don't even need i mean even if you did the bare minimum which i know you're not no. cuz you're a killer so if you just like you like you said earlier the foundation part is the most important part when you're trying to kick this thing off and once that happens g um then the i think i think the valley is next after that like we can take our time right now and it's speeding up, right? Because the next bull run's about to start, so it's speeding up. But who knows who you're gonna inspire right now, probably listening and it's gonna go and do it too. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like it's really important that you get this off the ground in San Antonio. I'm just I'm just telling you.
1: Yeah, man, and I'm I'm up for it. Um what was really inspiring was Being able to see ABC turn into what it was, or from what it was to what it is now. It's evolved so much. To see Pleb Lab, you know, I remember when y'all had y'all's first office and I would just go visit. It was a closet. It was yeah. (laughs) It was in a nice place though. It was cool. But you know, to meet all the builders that were just showing up out of nowhere and, you know, to see all of y'all where it all started, and to be able to be around that, and I still remember I just wanted to contribute, you know, yeah, still am that way,
2: yeah,
1: um, but it definitely helped give me this framework of and I've told you this before y'all y'all had a three headed monster, you know, oh yeah, and me taking on this call, I had to combine you know, what y'all have in Plob Lab into one mind and go out and execute and apply. The the execution part, to me, it's not hard. Um, Because I came into this just doing that, executing, just moving. But as things are beginning to speed up and everything, we talked about it last night. um, Beginning to think, you know, a couple moves ahead and getting ready for, you know, like I said, the workshops and, Getting the, getting the lab set up and getting all the, uh, getting members and memberships. It comes fast. But if you truly enjoy it, I, I really don't see, there's some stress in it, but it's enjoyable. Like I always tell my family and friends, I, I want to retire here soon. And they look at me crazy like, what? <laughs> and I say, well, I don't mean retire in that sense, what you're thinking. I say, I, I want to retire from doing jobs I don't like yeah, and be able to do something I love for the rest of my life. I was like, if I can do something like that, then I don't have to go to work. It sounds yeah. cliche to say that, right? A little corny, but I, I believe it now. And that's why I, like days off from my Fiat job. I'm just doing Bitcoin things. Everyone's like, you're always working. I'm like, yeah, but I really like this. Like I'll go sit in a coffee shop for a couple hours and just knock out things online or, you know, setting up a speaker for the next meetup and then, you know, going and talking about office spaces. It just, it fires me up, man. It just, yeah. yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. And it's, yeah, it's just, uh, it's not a job. It's my yeah. life. It's my life.
2: Yeah. I did. I can't, I can't wait till she's saying hi. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, Nifty was saying hi to G. <laughs> um, yeah dude I think yeah I think what you're I think what you're building is going to be really cool dude because like it, it once once it kind of just you already got the meetup going it's going there you start doing the workshops the education stuff you get that you kind of get that going in the community people take notice next thing you know we get the spurs we get the spurs <laughs> <laughs> <Dude>. taking bitcoin
1: <laughs> we definitely have the international players to use it already so
2: yeah and then after that's like Like we'll talk more about it afterwards, but I think the big play here in San Antonio is build Alamo labs, get it going. Then start focusing on if you really want to do the culture thing, get into the NBA, bro. I think the Spurs would, cause they partnered with H E B, man. Yeah. Like, come on. You're telling me they're not going to listen to somebody in their backyard. And people are more, I, I don't know that organization too well. I had a friend that like worked at the San Antonio Spurs. But I don't not in touch with her anymore. But they're from what I can understand, they, they seem like a more humble, like do you know what I mean. Like it's, oh man,
1: those guys walk around the city and people let them. People don't mob them. Well,
2: people that run the organization though, do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, Peter Holt and all them. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I think you will have a much um. That to me will, will have a much more bigger impact. Is we can get the Spurs like on a Bitcoin standard or release. I don't know, whatever it takes, right? Accepting Bitcoin, that'd be sick. And then at that point, like then the next, you know, basketball club and the next one. And then and then it's in the culture at that point. And that's how you really like can really change things for the better. And it just because you started in Alamo Labs and opened up an office and all that kind of stuff.
1: I say I say all of the Bitcoiners in Austin and San Antonio put our coin together. Let's buy out the spurs. Like <laughs> like like pizza. <laughs> I I turn it into a <laughs> turn no. it into like a bed for <laughs> uh, I
2: think I think where I'm at these days is to me it's more about um because over time, I mean, if you believe in this kind of thesis of hyperbitcoinization, over time it's just gonna naturally occur anyway. I think you could like you said earlier, you can put the gas on it. And I think what's gonna happen is you put the gas on and then they'll see the light and then they'll come over, and then it's just like you know how it moves and shakes and and so it like we used to say in the back of the day like you don't you need you don't need to be the person at the finish line you just need the person to start it right that's it and you'll start it and then the next one will come and the next one will come and the next one will come and then before you know it you see your, your entire city's orange and you're like how did that happen and it was just because it just took one person to start it do you know what I mean oh that's yeah. how I look at oh, that's yeah. how I look at it and I've always looked at it that way like I don't I don't, I don't have to, you know, like to do anything other than what we were talking about earlier, making sure everybody around me is, has everything they need. You know, I can, if I can help them, let me help them. If I can, you know, I just wanted them to achieve their goals and and then that's all that matters. And then they're going to go take that and they're going to go do their thing and they're going to help people achieve their goals around them. And, you know, and, and this is a, yeah, I think that's just the way and I think you're going to do it. I think you're going to do how it how you're sometime? saying yeah. all
1: this? How you're saying all this? I think about like if Joe and the guys who started Unchained think like that. I know. I want to you know ask. What I'm them. Well, yeah, I, I mean, them. I bet they did. They went from you know starting this. No, company. I think they
2: actually. I think they. Um, I think they actually had a company. Well, they started um, this Bitcoin company. But I think it was here. on the tech side. I think.
1: Well, they started this year mm-hmm. and then now to see merchants taking Bitcoin in the city. Oh yeah it's true, you know what I'm saying, like I bet you they were never thinking about that stuff well because they were you know, I'm sure they probably do, were maybe, but they were it all like started with them forming this this cornerstone, yeah then now yeah you know, I can go, now I can go buy some beer with Bitcoin here in Austin, yeah, or I can go buy some pizza yeah, and yeah it's it's actually really nice
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm gonna next time I see him I'm gonna ask them. You it's know. just every time I see them when I go to the Commons, it's always like they're either coming out and I'm going in, yep. and it's like I'm passing them by, and I never get a chance to like sit there and like talk to them because I don't I don't want to stop them from going home. You know? Oh
1: man, they've been in the office all day. You think they want to hang out there? Yeah, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? Another hour or two after uh, work hours.
2: So, but yeah, no, it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful for to see them do that though, and I suspect that's what it is. What we're talking about for sure. Yeah.
1: I was at Apple, by the way. It's really good. Um, cool.
2: You ready to go to ABC?
1: Excited. Yeah. Do do the year roundup? You get to see everybody. Energy's high right now. Energy's really high right now. Oh man. Nothing like being around big corners when NGU happens. Well, <laughs> again, again, people will be like, oh, who cares about the price? But like it's not, it's just, yeah, it's uh it's nice. <laughs>